0: Hi, it's Demetrius. Hey, Demetrius, it's Mark. They're in. Nice. Taking it to the next level.
1: Launching Phase 2 of Gable Media on October 7th.
0: 7th. 7th. I don't really know where we're going to land with this, but we have an idea for a new format for the show. And so Cormac, you and I have been talking about this, and we thought we should try something new in this new uh, era of what the hell's coming next that we live in. Uh, <laughs> exactly. The, the the we're gonna we're gonna play along with that, and we're gonna change up the format of Arcuspeak and see see what our audience thinks. And actually, we're 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 more interested to see what we think about it uh, because we're the ones who do it. So. I think uh, this is an experiment that we'll we'll do out in the open, and we would love to get feedback on it. But basically, the gist of it is, instead of once every two weeks, we're thinking we can change this up and actually make this happen to make it twice per week, um, but much shorter, more digestible episodes. Yeah, yeah. Does that make, as, as a, a kickoff here? That sounds great. To use a, a sports thing analogy that you would you would enjoy because there's no sports (laughs) or is there sports i don't even know Uh, um yes um mr hibernation
1: there are sports now and uh in fact the good good to hear the sports that do
0: kickoffs are back as well Uh, wow wow see i i I was just channeling the the energy that's out there it was was right there for me yeah I, i nailed it so we're thinking twice a week, 20 minutes per episode, and we're going to try really hard to keep it around that so that, um, if not hit that exactly, so that we can keep these digestible and uh, to the point. And, you know, let's see. Let's have fun with this. Let's see what happens and may- maybe make adjustments in the future, but maybe not. We'll see. Yeah. Sound sound good? We, c- we can cram this in over a lunch hour, you know? It's your lunch hour, man. <laughs> this time. <laughs> it won- won't
1: always be. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so if we do it on mine, that means it's going to be your breakfast time. Ooh, we could have, we could have breakfast and lunch together.
0: Yeah, let's do that. Let's have brunch. Let's brunch with Evan and uh, Cormac. <laughs> uh, so I just uh, I just installed two windows, uh, and I've got that great stuff, expanding foam insulation all over my hand, so I probably shouldn't type anything. Yeah. Been a morning wrestling with glass. And don't lick your fingers either, so I don't yeah. think that's yeah. actually good for your health. Toxic. Well, I think, I think one thing that this kind of different format will allow us to do is talk about things that are mo- a little more timely. Um, I think that a lot of the previous episodes over the last seven and a half, eight years have been things that are probably less timely and more um, evergreen content. And I think we still want to do that for sure. But I also don't know that there's that many people who go back and listen to old episodes. So this might give us an opportunity to talk about some stuff that's going on right now, especially if we're doing this a couple of yeah. times a week and, and short bursts.
1: I, I like the idea because one, it does kind of give us like, you know, what's fresh on our mind now, what's fresh on the mind of the profession. Um, you know, and it just gives us the opportunity to be able to, you know, kind of address, you know, the current thinkings of things. I yeah. mean, you know, cause as we see everything is changing so quickly Mm-hmm. And especially, you know, with the whole work from home philosophy and all of that other stuff, the profession is changing ever so quickly. And so, you know, um, to be kind of like on the pulse of what is going on and just having that kind of like fresh perspective of like, what is the next, uh, you know, bend around the corner kind of thing, uh, I think is uh, something that I, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. You know, again,
0: as you said, it's an, it's an experiment. And we'll see. You just nailed it because that, to me, is why. What better thing to do than to document the changes that we're going through, kind of in real time? I think that's a fantastic way to put it because, like you said, we're keeping our fingers on the pulse, but it's also coming from the inside, and we can share those experiences as they happen because they are very time based, and they're not. Um, mm-hmm. they, they might be something that that somebody wants to go back and, and study later, and this is a good way to kind of document the changes that went, we went through along this because, man, like you said, things are changing so fast and uh, I think we're hitting some of that during the big, the bigger episodes, but I don't think that uh, we have the opportunity to kind of keep up with it at that pace. So I I think this pace maybe makes a little bit more sense for that.
1: Yeah. And, you know, one of the things that we said um, in more, one of the more recent episodes and was kind of even punctuated by, you know, when we were talking about the, rei headquarters and they had had this brand new campus uh built for them and decided not to move into it because they changed their business model because the world was changing because things change so quickly now and so i i think you know it's kind of like okay what's the next thing around so
0: i i think yeah and even to that story it's it's already changed right <laughs> you sent me a message exactly and it was right. like holy crap that went fast they they sold it already
1: so it went on the market, and then almost
0: immediately it was snatched up by uh, Facebook. And so they're they're doubling down on physical space, while REI right. is doubling down on remote work.
1: And what did you say? You said it's just like what's amazing about that is that REI, who is reliant on you know basically a brick and mortar type store type thing, and yeah, they've got their online, but maybe more like a brick and mortar thing, they are being more mobile and the people who should be more mobile the the tech giant is actually being more brick and
0: mortar yeah it's a, it's a weird kind of philosophical thing on, on one level that that facebook works what i said is they they operate in the digital world like 100% yeah and rei's you know what they're selling is for people to use in the real world the physical world and they're kind of like swapping how they operate so that but I mean, in opposition to those kind of philosophies, it's kind of kind of interesting. I, I also think it's interesting that Facebook is basically saying, you know, we we do there is value in how we work to being in the same place at the same time, and I'm I'm sure there's lots and lots of guidelines and weird logistics going on to make that happen. But but then REI is is basically saying, yeah, we've got stores, but their headquarters in quotes doesn't need to be a physical space and. And they've found that being working from home and having maybe multiple smaller headquarters that are more in laid out in a distributed fashion where their people are, um, I mean, that seems to make more sense for them. And I could see REI's kind of position from like a carbon footprint standpoint and how much they care about the environment as, as a member of REI myself. I mean, that to me does kind of take a stand that we don't need all right. this stuff and we can do a lot more of this over the the digital pipes that exist and we we can maybe help make the world a better place. And I'm not saying Facebook's doing the opposite of that. I just think it's a it's a different maybe a, a reassuring that that they're philo- that they're actually really in on their philosophy there. right. So interesting stuff.
1: Actually, what's interesting is uh, and I'm sure you your office is um, discussing this as well. But you know, as much as people are encouraging people to take vacation, obviously, you know, people can't, you know, in the traditional sense of in some cases. And yeah, you know, we're we've both tried to do, you know, a social distance type to one where, yeah, we'll go on vacation, but it'll be as far away from civilization as possible. Right. Um But you know, if so our office has, you know, been talking about um really worried about just making sure people don't suffer burnout. I mean, because I don't know how many times you've logged in at just, you know, miscellaneous hours of the day or night or whenever, you know, just kind of based off of like your own, like fluidity of the way you may be working. And you'll see, you know, some of your team members on, um, logged on as well. And, you know, and then I'll shoot them like a quick zoom and say, you know, Hey, what are you doing awake? Like, Oh, you know, I was just, I, I left a little bit early so you know i wanted to come and you know catch up on some things that i was you know thinking about or needing to accomplish today and so i this seemed to be a good time everybody was asleep blah 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 which is great because you know that's one of the interesting things that we've talked about on like how working from home kind of affords you the opportunity but it's not like a lot of times when people especially now that school's back in session and a lot of people that I know, and especially on my team, have kids going back to school or, or, you know, spouses that are teachers. and And so it's not like when you kind of step away from the computer, you're actually stepping away from work or life responsibilities and things like that. So there's really no opportunity to take some form of vacation or just wind down a little bit and, you know, kind of detach from work a little bit so that you can kind of like refresh yourself. And so, you know, that that has been something that we've been talking about in the office about, you know, just the the worry that people are going to try to work themselves to death through all mm-hmm. of this. And, yeah, yeah, I got this, you know, and it's just like, well, do you? Um, but then, you know, we're getting to the point of like now we're in Q4 of this year and we a lot of people still have like all of their, you know, PTO or vacation time or whatever anybody calls it left over. And so they're, you know, really wondering you know, what's next. You know, I mean, you know, a lot of times a lot of firms are user to lose it or you get to roll it over or whatever. And it's going to get to a point where people may have, if things stay the way they are and people aren't using their stuff, I mean, they're going to roll over like months worth of vacation time. and
0: Yeah. Or hit up against those caps, right? Which is then basically like you're, you're not getting that benefit. Exactly. Or you really are just suffering the overwork yeah it's funny because the i, I was kind of feeling the other day like um I, you know i was definitely missing aspects of going into the office and i, I was talking about that with jesse and we were just talking about how she's like well who do you miss talking to you know and i said oh I, I love running into tom the senior pa and he's like well why well we you know we shoot shit we talk about cars we talk about <laughs> how he's solving a problem on a building that he solved 50 times or how he's solving a problem for the first time in all of his career and he's never seen anything like this. And to me it's just like it's those kind of chance encounters but either something that we're interested in together or something that you know is architectural in nature just comes out of that conversation that might be useful for me in the future. I don't see that happening as much for people. And so that's one thing that I I really do miss. I also miss just going down to the the iced coffee machine with my friends, and then Jesse's like, "Well, yeah, but now you've you've kind of replaced that time with actual work, and so you are actually getting way more done than you ever have before." And it's true; like, she's absolutely right. And I also wonder, like, what the toll of that is on our physical being, our mental state, because it, it's just different. It's not how it's not what you're used to, and it's not a bad thing. I think it's actually good to kind of push those those limits, those comfort zones around every once in a while in your life, um, not only to see what you're capable of, but to see, maybe maybe take a second look at it and say, why why do I like this or why don't, or why isn't this working for me?
1: Well, I'll say that, whereas I do agree and appreciate the comment that your wife made about being able to get more work done or... Or it seems like in some cases, just piling more work on than you know, like doubling it up. It's like, oh, I don't have to do the commute time, or I don't have to go yeah. to the water cooler, or whatever, and right. so I can just keep throwing more and more stuff on. Yeah. But the thing, the thing about that is, and you know, and we've we've talked about this on several different occasions about there is there is something to the value of camaraderie. There is something to the value of. Over, you know, chance hearing another conversation, which may actually help you get past like some issue that you might be working on that you didn't even think to go and ask that person. And you're like, whoa, whoa, wait, you're trying to build a building over a campus utility tunnel that also means that you know you have to do all of this phase construction and stuff. Tell me how you're approaching it because that's what I'm doing right now, and and yeah. you know, I'd love to have you know those conversations with people. That, you know, those chance encounters and stuff that really kind of help because I I look at, you know, we, we always talk about mentoring and, and a lot of people think that mentoring is, you know, just like from top down kind of thing. And, and really we've talked about mentoring is that it's, you know, it's just, it's top down, bottom up. It's, it's everybody in between and the opportunities like that of being able to just have these chance conversations You know, having somebody overhear somebody else talk about things where maybe people who understand the programs know um, are trying to work through a detail where they understand how to maneuver through the program, but they don't know how to maneuver through the detail. And so that's when you get to sit down and you can talk about, okay. Here's how I would do this detail, but show me how that, how you would draft it in here or model it here or do whatever it is that we need to do for documentation or, or whatever else in those chance encounters of being able to kind of like teach each other some things that we just don't know, or just that, that's what I kind of miss. Mm-hmm. Uh, I will say this, that I did actually go into the office yesterday. <laughs> Tell us your experience. So we actually had a social distancing materials. So basically we were trying to pick, um, final materials, final colors and things so that we can get them all together, get samples ordered, get, you know, start pulling all of that stuff together so that we can present it to the client. But, you know, we wanted to make sure that we talked through basically all of our exterior finishes and how they translate into the interior. And then all of those interior finishes all the way up the building. And it was interesting that obviously we set up a bunch of um, foldable tables outside the office, you know, right on kind of like our little promenade out, outside of the office. And we had, you know, one area that was set up for all of our exterior finishes so that we could see, you know, like the clarity of the, of the glazing and everything else that we were selecting. And then on the, you know, another series of tables, we had all of our interior finishes and then we were able to like have one person kind of traverse back and forth between them. Or if one person said, ooh, let me see this and this together. How is the interior finishes that are immediately behind that glass going to look through the glass? And it was kind of fun. It was something that was sorely missed. It was just one of the. It's,
0: it's like, oh, my God, other humans. Yeah, I, I was going to ask you. So, so we, just, we just went over the six-month mark of work from home. And that's crazy, right, to think of. But oh, I God. was wondering, like, what your human emotional state was when you saw these other people and, and what that was like. Because I haven't experienced this yet. Kind of wanted to give them all a hug, but we couldn't. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> you know, it's just like, can't shake a hand, can't give
1: you a hug, can't just say, dude, you know. And and it was kind of weird because, you know, again, we nobody saw any, anybody's faces because we all had masks on and We were all standing, you know, six feet apart and kind of sort of shouting at each other, which was a little surreal. I was just like, I only shout at you when I'm angry. I'm not angry. (laughs) I'm happy. And I'm shouting. But it was so weird. It was, we talk to these people on a daily basis. You know, I mean, whether it's hearing their voices or seeing them on a Zoom call or just Zoom chatting with them, I mean... We're in constant contact with our team. And so, you know, it's not like we have been out of sight, out of mind. It's just we've been out of sight. And so to, like, actually see them was a completely different feeling. And it was yeah. it was almost as if we were meeting each other for the first time, at least in the, you know, like, visual connection of, of each other. It's just like, yeah.
0: oh, that's what you look like. Wow. Or, dude, that's what you're going to do with your hair? Ah, uh, Yeah. Yeah, totally. (laughs) Well, I I bet that was fun. I mean, talk about like a a change of scenery. That had to be a a big deal, and it was so so
1: needed. In fact, actually, we've had this just crazy week of marathon meetings. The client uh, does what's called a tech review, and so we you know we give them a progress set of documents. They review them. We get a big list of you know comments back, and then we respond to those comments, and then we have these long kind of like three hour block meetings with MEP or controls or, you know, fire safety and all these like little micro committees. We, you know, we have all of these little meetings. From. And so we basically be, been doing that since early Monday morning, all the way through uh, midday today, actually. and And so they've been kind of, they've been rough. And so, you know, not rough, just it was. Those meetings kind of, you always have to have the discussions, making sure that everybody is, you know, kind of in agreement of what, what everybody's doing, make sure that, you know, what is being specified or what is being detailed is what, you know, the client wants and is kind of, making sure expectations are being met is essentially what all of these are. And so they're just long, they're big, drawn out conversations, making sure all of that stuff is, is done, but you know, they can be kind of taxing and you absolutely get nothing else done but that you know, because that's really kind of like the task at hand. And so I was standing next to someone yesterday and they were just like, Oh yeah, by the way, did you get my email from Monday? I'm like, man, I didn't, I haven't looked at a single email all week. And this was on a Thursday and you know, they're just like, Oh, well in here, let me summarize it for you. I'm like, see, this is what we can't, that what we typically never do. Cause you know, just these chance conversations and you know, just like oh, yeah. if you didn't get this information, let's just talk about it right now, and you know, even pull out like a. I, I saw people sketching.
0: What sketching? <laughs> people were sketching. Truly, truly a lost art. Now it was it was beautiful to see. Oh man, just wait till you see somebody like building a little study model. That would be would be amazing.